Hey y'all, it's your girl Samanji and welcome to another episode of the Avocado and Honey podcast where we are becoming the best version of ourselves through self-accountability and vulnerability. Go ahead and drink your water. Now let's grow together. If you haven't already, please be sure to check out the previous podcast episode. Um, I'm in Houston, Texas now, so I went ahead and shared with y'all what's going on with the icy day or the freezing day that happened out here. Um, So for today, I'm going to give you an update on what's going on out here in Texas and what I learned, um, an update on what's going on with me, and also I'm giving you the tarot energy uh, for the next two weeks via Biddy Tarot. So um, I know it sounds a little familiar because I am recording from my phone again, Um, I'm out apartment hunting and stuff, and I honestly forgot it was Wednesday, but you know, dedication. So I'm coming (laughs) and putting out a a new episode right now. So this episode will not be edited, um, so you guys are going to (laughs) hear how I normally sound, I guess. So um, let's go ahead and just get started with the energy for the next two weeks, and then I'll go ahead and and do the update with everything and just, I guess, share with y'all like where I'm at on my journey of becoming the best person that I can possibly be. So, um, yeah, so I pulled two cards, uh, two tarot cards before pressing record on my phone. And the first card that I pulled out was the lover's card, which I'm very familiar with. I pulled this card a lot, (laughs) I feel, Um, but it was in reverse. So I'm assuming this is going to be on like self-love and stuff. And then the next card that I pulled or the second card was the page of Pentacles upright. So every time I pull these cards, I always feel like the first card is kind of like our current energy like how we're currently feeling like in the moment or like recently and then the second card I feel like is always like the potential of what can come out of those feels uh if we act on it I guess and do what's best for us like we should always do but I'm going to go ahead and read the definition for both of these cards um via Biddy Tarot um from BiddyTarot.com so I'm about to read it and this is unedited so y'all about to hear me stuttering and all that stuff so that's that's the warning thank y'all for (laughs) fucking with your girl regardless um So the first card I'm going to read um, is the lovers in reverse. The lovers card is pure love and harmony. Reverse, it can signal a time when you're out of sync with those around you, particularly your loved ones. You may find your relationships are strained and communication is challenging. Does it seem as if you are just not on the same page and no longer share the same values? If so, come back to the reason you have this person in your life. If you love him or her unconditionally, know this moment shall pass, and the best you can do is bring love and compassion to the situation. In other cases, you may realize that you have simply grown apart, and it's time to move on. If your relationship continues to be peppered by arguments and lack of respect for one another, then it is time, wait, then it could be time to let go. Honor yourself and do what is best for both of you. The lover's reverse can also reflect that the feelings within a relationship are not mutual. One person may be more emotionally involved than the other, and this gap could lead to disappointment and insecurity later down the track. You may be reluctant to open your heart to the relationship for fear of getting hurt. The reverse lovers also speaks to self-love and respect. To what extent do you honor and accept who you are and the value you offer in this world? Be mindful, too, if you look at other people and wish you were more like them. Understand that if you can recognize these traits in others, it is because you have them within you. As Dr. John DiMartini says, when you admire qualities in others, it's the universe's way to get you to wake up and recognize your own strengths 
In other words, you need to realize that whatever you perceive in other people, you also have within yourself. If the lover's reversed shows up in a reading, you might face a tough choice with significant consequences. Instead of making a decision based on your values, you feel tempted to cut corners and avoid responsibility for your actions. You may think you can get away with it, but the reverse lovers implores you to think again and choose the path most in alignment with your highest good, no matter how hard it may be. The lovers reverse can also suggest inner conflicts and being at war with yourself rather than, rather than with external forces. It indicates disharmony and a struggle to balance your inner union. Are you punishing yourself for something you have done or considered yourself responsible for? To help you out of this place, you will need to focus on articulating your personal belief systems and values. They will guide you in making better decisions next time. You may want to return to the energy of the Hierophant and seek, seek the counsel and advice of your institution or spiritual mentor. So this definitely does resonate with your girl. Um, I feel like the part that resonates most, you know, of course, everything may not resonate with you. Sometimes it may, sometimes it not. So just take what resonates and don't try to force it, you know, leave the rest. So for me, um, it's definitely like the little self-love area. It's always self-love, I feel, when it comes to me in this. Um, yeah, so that's like the energy where I'm in, where it's just like I'm just reflecting and just figuring out ways to nurture myself, in which I'm going to talk about a little bit more um, a little bit later in this episode. So let's go ahead and go into the second card, which is the Page of Pentacles, Upright. So the Page of Pentacles, like the pages of all four tarot suits, brings a welcome message of new beginnings, inspirations, and the initial stages of creative project or venture. Since Pentacles rule the material realm and correspond to the element of Earth, the page symbolizes a, an awareness of the value of money, wealth, possessions, career, and physical health, and how to manifest more of these material blessings. You welcome new opportunities to your life, a new job, a new business, or a financial windfall, and wish, and wish to discover how to turn your dreams into reality. When the Page of Pentacles appears in a tarot reading, you are tapping into your ability to manifest your personal goal or dream and may be in the midst of a new project such as a hobby, business venture, or the start of a new educational experience. You are excited about the, the possibilities and potential of what you... You are excited about the possibilities and, and potential of what you put your mind to, knowing you can create whatever you want with focus, intention, and action. That's definitely my energy. That said, the page does not specify the fulfillment of dreams as much as the initial motivation and energy to begin the process of turning those dreams to reality. You need to put in place clear plans for achieving your dreams and goals. Stay focused on practical and tangible elements, keeping your feet planted on the ground and not getting carried away. Also looking for the next realistic and achievable step forward. Your common sense and approach will lead you to a solution that works. In the, in the quest to materialize his dreams, the Page of Pentacles is an avid student and seeks to learn the skills that will ensure his success in the long term. The Page of Pentacles often appears when you are ready to up-level your skills and learn something new so you can manifest your dreams. See this card as an invitation to take a class, continue your education, or start an apprenticeship. Even if you are already prosperous in your current field, the Page of Pentacles encourages you to try something new and discover another aspect of yourself. 
The more skills you bring to your portfolio, the more goals and dreams you can achieve. Okay, period. The page of pinnacles may show that you are considering a new business or entrepreneurial venture, or you are in or you are in the initial stages of setting up the company to be financially successful and abundant in the long term. You might be new to this, but true to this, but you have the enthusiasm, commitment, and devotedness to see the project through. That's definitely my energy, y'all. But we all in this together, so we probably, you know, feeling similar things. So I feel like you know, again, take what resonates with you and use it to basically up-level, level the fuck up, because that's what we're doing all 2021. So, um, yeah, that's the energy for the next two weeks via tarot, and just keep in mind that, like, what um, it was saying in the Page of Pentacles definition, like, it's time to get it cracking. Like, you know, we, we know what can potentially happen for us, so it's up to us to create a solid plan. I know I'm talking to myself. Uh, create a solid plan and just follow through with it. So let me give y'all an update on what's going on out here in Texas. So it's Wednesday, um, February 24th. I'm literally recording this from the Anchor app. Shout out to Anchor. And I'm going to upload it immediately. No edit. And basically, it's like as if nothing ever happened out here. Like it's 78 degrees right now. It's beautiful. It's warm. Um, Yeah. And like everything's back open and like no one's talking about it anymore. I, I, I'm assuming everyone has power again. Um, I don't know for a fact if that's true, but I did a little research on what the fuck is really going on out here. And basically to sum up what I feel is happening and from what I've been reading and watching um, via YouTube and just other news and all that stuff. So basically, like I said in the other episode, like Texas has its own like power grid and they've been working really hard to basically make sure they keep this power grid because Texas is like so hell bent on being self-sufficient, quote unquote, like, you know, so basically with this power grid, that means that they are unable to basically get electricity from other states and they, it'll be tougher for them to give electricity to other states. So they basically just being selfish. <laughs> um, so basically, yeah, that's what happened. And since they have their own power grid, it's up to them to make sure the shit is going to be, you know, properly functioning during all seasons including the winter season so everybody's over here hollering about the infrastructure in texas is a blah 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 like i really don't want to hear none of that shit one two like i remember seeing in the news like winter shit happening in texas um these past couple years so it's like this shit is not new like maybe the temperature and the actual freezing but the fact that it's getting cold every winter is not new news so save it i also learned that in el paso texas um, over there in a cut <laughs> by New Mexico and Mexico, um, they actually operate on a different power grid. I think it's like the Western power grid, which is basically the West side of the United States have like their own power grid. So El Paso, El Paso, they basically were using their power grid. So that's why they weren't really affected. And they also, you know, took the initiative to make sure that everything would um, be prepared for winter conditions. So while the rest of Texas was experiencing these blackouts and all this shit that's happening, El Paso was living life, living their best life over there, not really worried about none of this. So that is what can potentially happen to the whole state of Texas if, you know, the government or whoever the fuck is in control of this power grid and controlled of where they Texas get their electric from, um, if they cared enough 
um, about the people rather than wanting to save money, because that's basically the one thing that I can think of that will prevent someone from doing something like this to basically to stop someone from doing a preventive a preventative measure as like this prevent something so massive like this to happen in Texas. The only thing that I can think of that would prevent someone from doing that is money. So they probably didn't do it because they didn't think that Texas would ever extreme um, experience anything as extreme as this um, that we experienced this winter. How I don't know because like I said I've been seeing in the news not too long ago they experienced a major freeze like this. Bottom line is that they whoever Texas. Um, they basically decided to not take any preventative measures to prevent this from happening, and so it happened. And with all this is all this going on here in Texas, like I've literally just been reflecting, and it's just like it's not just Texas, you know. I feel like this is just the American way, like you know, America. It tends to be profit over people, and I'm not sure if like the rest of the world is like that because I have not been out of this country. I just got my passport right before the pandemic, so I have not yet experienced life outside of America. Um, but now I feel like I'm finally in a space where I have enough courage to say that I think I'm ready to live in another country. Like I'm ready to experience life in another country, in a country where um, they appreciate the humans there a little bit more. Um, so I've been talking to my friend too, my other friend that's out here in Texas. And we were just like, we kind of, we were, we both Aquarius is, uh, Aquarians as well. So like uh, when I called her, where I sent her a voice note, and like I was just telling her how I was feeling and she was legit on the same page. So I thought that was really interesting. But um, yeah, we're going to definitely talk more. But I'm going to learn from my own <laughs> lessons in the past. And I'm going to like basically make sure that I'm prepared. You know, I'm talking about Texas not being prepared. I'm going to make sure I'm fucking prepared before just up and moving to another country. Because I've been up and moving from state to state here, as y'all know. And, um, yeah, I just want to be better prepared so I can experience better situations, you know, and also it's not going to be as easy to me in my mind, at least moving to a whole nother country than it is moving to another state. Like, you know, I'm still in the same country. I could easily just fly back home, like, you know, or drive back home. Like I have plenty different ways to get back home to LA, um, to family if need be. But if I'm in a different country, like in my head, like I'm just thinking like, it's going to be a lot more tough. Um, to get in contact with people who know me in the event that something does happen and things like that. So I just want to make sure that, like, you know, I choose a solid location and, you know, I, could, I should probably fucking visit and all that stuff before um, just moving. Because when I went to Atlanta and even here in Houston, like, I legit just just like, all right, I'm going to go to Atlanta. I'm just going to move there. All right, I'm just going to fucking move to Houston. Fuck it. And it was like without visiting and stuff before. So I feel like that's where I fucked up. But also, too, like, I kind of want to just talk about, like, what's going on with me moving and everything. Like, you know, I'm 30 now, and I'm still working towards everything I'm working towards. Like, you know, the age ain't stopping nothing, but I'm in a space where I just want to live in a peaceful environment. Like, I want to be in a content space while I continue to work on these things that I'm working on. I want to be surrounded by positivity and like-minded folks, not necessarily people who think exactly like I think and just agree with everything that I agree with, but just around people who are working towards becoming the, their best self, whatever that looks like for them. Like, you know, I don't expect everyone to move like me because we are all different people. And that's the beauty of being human. Like, we ain't the same one of one, okay? But um, basically... With me moving around, so I just want to find something that's affordable, like being in New York and 
um, experience in the pandemic and then also my crazy ass roommate, I took that as a sign as like my time in New York is done. Um, because like no matter where I moved to in New York, it was just stressful. It was just always something. And I just felt like, I don't know, like, you know, cause things happened to me in New York before, but I never felt like it was time to go. But that last straw with the roommate and just everything. And then the pandemic, like it felt like nothing was happening there. Um, it felt like I got what New York wanted to offer me in this lifetime, I guess, or at least right now in this moment in my life, if that makes sense. So with me, I moved to Atlanta because I had friends there um, who were from Atlanta and who moved back to Atlanta. And I just knew people there. And like everybody encouraged me to move there because they were saying how it's so black and it's gonna be so dope. You're gonna love it. So I never visited. Um, I have I didn't visit before I moved there. And uh, again, with the roommate situation, I was just like, fuck it, I'm gonna go visit and just move to Atlanta. So that what brought me to Atlanta. And then I stayed there. The rent wasn't as cheap as I was expecting it to be because everybody was hollering about how cheap rent is in Atlanta. Um, but I do understand that it's a lot more expensive because everybody and their mom is moving to Atlanta. Um, almost every person I met out in Atlanta was from New York. So I it was very rare for me to meet a native uh, person from Atlanta, an ATLian. But the reason why I moved there is something, or the reason why I moved from Atlanta was something very similar to um, New York, uh, where it's just like, I just felt like that just wasn't it. And I don't want to just stay there just because I, I moved there. Like, you know, yeah, I moved there, but that doesn't mean I need to stay there. Like, I moved there, I gave it a couple months, and it just wasn't it. And, like, you know, maybe later on in life, I'll share, like, you know, some of those experiences that kind of confirm, like, this ain't it. Um, but, yeah, because your girl, like, one thing about me is I'm really hard-headed. So, you know, I talk about the universe a lot, and I feel like I be getting these big-ass lessons because I don't be listening to myself from jump. Like, you know, I always talk about here on the podcast, like, you know, um, trust yourselves. And like, I read somewhere, like, if you feel it in your gut, then that's like your intuition. But if you feel it in your chest, that's your ego. So I feel things where I get uncomfortable and stuff. And I just ignore myself trying to protect myself. And then I end up in silly situations. So me being in Atlanta, I took this as an opportunity to fully trust myself. And not to mention my experiences in Atlanta was like, kind of confirming everything. It was just like, this is not where you're supposed to be. So my brother lives in Houston. And then he was just telling me all these great things. My little brother, he lives in Houston. And he was just telling me about all these great things out here in Houston. And then also I had another friend in Texas. She's not in Houston, but she's nearby. And then, um, yeah, and just doing all this research on Texas and just like learning about how it's going to be growing within the next couple years, like Elon Musk like said how it's going to see the biggest growth that America has ever seen ever. So I feel like it's going to get <laughs> like Atlanta here pretty soon. So I thought it was a good idea to come here and kind of see if I like it. And if that is the case, then commit to a location for a year. So I do like Houston, even with that stupid ass freeze that happened out here in Texas. I do feel um, that Houston is where I should be. I don't have those feels in Atlanta like that I did have, like I did have in Atlanta here in Houston. So I'm going to see what I came here for, what experiences I'm going to get. And I'm really excited. So that's what I've been um, apartment hunting. I should definitely be inside my own apartment again within the next couple weeks, which I'm really excited for. If y'all in Houston, um, holla at your girl. Also, like I am, you know, expanding, I guess. Like, you know, I'm in a space where it is really time to level up in everything that I'm doing. And I'm realizing that it's hard for me to keep up with everything because I'm trying to do everything by myself. So I say all that to say, I am looking for some help with social media. 
So if you um, are in college or like just a young person who loves social media and is looking to be a part of something that's growing, holla at your girl, email me at avocadohoney at gmail.com or send me a message on social media, um, whatever, just reach out to your girl if you are interested. Um, I feel like I should say that here before I advertise elsewhere. I definitely prefer someone who is in the Texas area, but you can definitely be anywhere because, you know, we can just cyber talk and do Zoom and all that shit. But if you're interested and if you fuck with Avocado Honey, I definitely prefer someone who just fuck fuck with growing and becoming them best selves because that's what Avocado Honey represents. So, yeah. And I feel, oh, there's one more thing that I want to talk about. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's why I've been moving around a lot. And, again, I'll share some <laughs> the Atlanta experiences later because it's always some shit. Like, these stories are fucking juicy. So, I'm going to be here in Houston. I'm committing to a year. So, I'll be a Texan for at least a year. I'm not saying I'm going to stay here longer than a year or not. But I know I'm going to need some time to plan out this trip or this move outside the country. So, I'm hoping I could do that within the next couple years. I said I was going to move out the country within a year, but being realistic, I know that's not going to happen within a year. Plus, I have all these things that I'm starting here that I actually need to work on, like with shell monies and everything like that. I need to make sure that shit is like solid and stuff before I move out of the country, because I'm not sure how that will work having the business in another country. So yeah, that's some shit I still have to figure out. And that's the one thing that's not, that's preventing me from moving so willy-nilly. But Another thing um, that I want to talk about was kind of like what they were saying in the description for the lover's um, tarot card. And that's just like, you know, just really getting back to nurturing myself. Like, you know, with me moving so much, like people all the time, like I was talking to the woman um, at the, uh, the complex here in Houston, and I was just telling her, like, you know, I just came from Atlanta, blah, 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 and telling her I'm from LA and how I was in New York. So every time I say this, like, <laughs> people are always like, dang, that's so dope, like, you know, like, how do you, how do you just get up and move, like, that's so lit, and like, yeah, it's dope, um, but this shit is really stressful, and it's just like, I have not been as ground, as grounded as I'd like to be, and it's because, like, you know, I don't have a home base, I mean, granted, yeah, we're always home, our body is home, blah, 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 I'm not in a space where that is, like, facts for me, so I need, like, a physical home to be, like, comfort and just to feel grounded in this time in my life right now, So since that's not the case, since I'm moving around trying to figure out where to call home and start setting up shop, um, I haven't been as grounded. So now I've decided to basically um, create something just to do something every day that's just going to help me remember who I am every day and just to at least attempt to stay grounded. And one thing um, that kind of made me think about this, too, is um, Mariam Hasna. Y'all know that's my girl and I love her. I mean, I don't know her personally, but I love her. And basically, she posted one of her little quotes or something. Not little quotes. I'm not, no disrespect. Okay, Mary Hassan, you know, I love you. But she posted one of her quotes, and it was saying something like, you know, uh, forget about the to-do list, because I'm always talking about to-do lists. Um, she was, like, saying how we should be focused on to-feel lists, like focusing on things, on doing things um, that will create the desired feeling that we want. So... I just been thinking about that a lot. And because again, like I literally create to-do lists daily. So, but I like to-do lists because I like to feeling accomplished. I like feeling like I did some shit and me like marking the things off to-do lists help me feel that. But I also like, you know, I am more than the things that I am working towards. So it's just like, basically I'm saying all this to say, I've been trying to figure out what brings the most great feeling to me. 
Um, and yoga, like I started doing yoga during the quarantine this last year, about a year ago is where I was consistently doing yoga, I'll say. And that has really gave me so much clarity and such of like beautiful fucking feeling, um, doing yoga every day. So now I'm making the commitment for March, every single day in March, no fucking excuses. I need to commit at least 10 minutes of my day. 10 fucking minutes, that's nothing. I can need to commit at least 10 minutes of my day doing some form of yoga, whether that's me doing my own stretches or watching a video on YouTube and doing um, yoga that way. Um, and I've, I decided on yoga again just because of how it affected me this past year. And I know that's the one thing that's probably going to keep me sane because if I get up and do yoga in the morning whenever I do it throughout the day, I'll have a less chance of eating something that doesn't really nurture me. Like, you know, I'll, I'll make better decisions because I just feel so great. So that's what I'm working on. I'm working on, you know, feeling at home, even if I shit ain't cool at home or whatever the case may be. I don't know. I'm going on a tangent right now and I wish I could edit this out, but it is what it is at this point. But that's what I'm going to do for the next 30 days. Um, my initial plan was to start the whole yoga thing on March 1st and do it for the whole month of March, but I've already started. I'm on day three, holla. And um, yeah, so if y'all want to do it with me, do it. I'm also recommitting to doing my morning routines. And that's another thing I'm realizing with my morning routines. I've, I've not, I'm not really that as consistent as I like to be. So because if I'm not by myself, I tend to not do it. So like if I'm staying night as a, at a friend house or a whoop-de-whoop house or just somebody, if I'm not at home, or if somebody is even staying out at my house or my place, I tend to not do my morning routine. And I'm realizing that's a bad habit that I have. So now I'm in a space where it's just like you're doing it, period. Like, you know, whether, you know, you got to excuse yourself and do it in a room to feel or the bathroom or something to feel more comfortable or whatever. But um, I'm recommitting to doing my morning routine consistently. So it's going to be a part of the whole 30-day yoga thing, too. So my, no, my morning routine um, is pretty much the same. I'll go ahead and reshare it. I think I changed it a little bit. But my morning routine is to stretch too. <laughs> that My morning routine basically won't um, include the yoga thing that I'm doing. Because when I say get up and stretch in the morning, it's literally just like waking up my body and just moving my body and stretching. Because like I'm 30 now and I know I'm making it seem like I'm like way older, like 60 or 70, 80, 100 or some shit. But like my body is definitely reacting in different ways. And it's like showing me how it's going to be a lot tougher to bounce back if I continue to make the same decisions as I did in my 20s. So it's just like, it's becoming apparent of how much, just how much I really need to take care of my body and stuff. So in the morning, I will need to get up and stretch, at least yawn and stretch my arms out and just show, give thanks for the day um, and be grateful for the day. That's the first thing that I want to do on my uh, morning routine, you know, give thanks because the fact that I'm able to get up and stretch is a blessing. No matter what's going on in my life, no matter what's going on in the world, the fact that I'm uh, able to get up and breathe, I'm grateful for it. Um, so do that, you know, brush my teeth, wash my face, um, journal if I feel drawn to. I'm in a place where I'm not forcing myself to journal every day. Um, but if I feel like I need to, if I feel like I want to cry, or if I feel like I just have a whole bunch of emotions just like stuffed in me, that's a sign that I need to write some shit out. So I don't want to wait until I get there. So whenever I just feel something, I'll, I'll write it out. If something's on my mind first thing in the morning, I might as well journal it out to get it out of me and on paper so it won't be in my mind all damn day. Um, so that's that. Yeah. And then read something if I feel drawn to. I'm not forcing myself to read every morning. Um, but if I do feel drawn to read, um, 
I do that, something inspirational, because what I'm learning is that if I read something random, um, if I'm not if I'm not intentional with what I decide to read in the morning, it'll definitely dictate my day. So it's this book that I'm about to almost finish, <laughs> Brothers and Sisters. I've been reading this book for like 50 years now. Uh, but like, you know, reading something like that, where it's like a little bit more dramatic and stuff, it's a little bit intense to start the day. So now I'm just like, you know, if I need to be reminded of something, I'll probably read something from the Four Agreements or listening to something, listen to my um, positive playlist, the Remember Who the Fuck You Are playlist on Spotify, coming to Apple Music soon. But like, you know, I just do something that's just going to set the tone, some good energy for the day. And yeah, there's something else that I added to my more I I didn't write it down, y'all, so I can't really think of it. Stretch, um, drink some water, stretch, give thanks, um, read if I drill, read something inspirational if I feel drawn to. Definitely put on some uplifting music while I'm stretching or cleaning or getting dressed or whatever the case may be. I definitely want to work out as well. Not part of my morning routine, but just a part back into my routine because I definitely started slacking on that. But Anyways, moral of the story is that like these next couple months, I'm really about to just be nurturing myself. So I'm going to be less on social media. I'll definitely, you know, do my best to keep up with Avocado Honey and Shell Monies for sure. But as far as my personal social media, I'm not going to be as active because I'm going to be using these next couple months, um, <laughs> the remainder of the year, shit, the rest of my fucking life to really just nurture and just attend to myself and be gentle with myself, but also push myself so I can make the progress that I need to do. Um, and I'm starting to feel like this is becoming like a little vlog or something, a little journal, a little diary right now. So I'm just going to wrap it up there. Um, I don't want to talk your ear off too much, but yeah, I feel like I, yeah, I talked about everything that I want to talk to you guys about today. I'm really excited about this because I know by me taking this time to truly focus on myself and to do all this it's tough. I, and I, I had a friend um, who hated like when I said work, you know, do saying shit like do the work, we got to do the work. She hated that because she was like, it's not work. Like nobody wants to do work if you label it work, la, 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 which is true. But I call it work because it fucking feels like work. Like this shit feels like work. It's something that I don't want to do because I'm set in my ways like you know I'm a fixed sign as well on top of every fucking thing so it's like I'm set in my ways like I'm 30 so I had at least 25 years of living and doing and creating these habits you know so I have to work out of these habits and I'm realizing it's not as easy as it is just saying what I need to do like you know doing the work is a little bit tough so I'm really gonna just be nurturing myself as I do the work and just really attend to this fucking inner child and just really glow the fuck up. Like I'm really ready to become um, this woman that I know I am. And it's just, I, the longer that I prolong it or just refuse her, <laughs> the longer I'm going to be fucking stressed and in this space in my life. So now I, I'm aware of that. So it's time to fucking level up. So I'm grateful that y'all are on this journey with me. I'm grateful that I even have this podcast to share this shit with with y'all because shit at least y'all I mean maybe I don't think I'm crazy but because y'all probably feel similar things but um you know on the spiritual journey we tend to like you know meet people who aren't as aware you know as in tune didn't take the time to get to know themselves and who they are as a spirit rather than a human so they tend to look at you like like you're crazy like I I felt crazy this week and I'm just like I have to remind myself that I ain't fucking crazy but anyways all right I'm gonna really stop talking now I appreciate y'all thank y'all for being on this journey with me um I am so grateful. 
remember to follow i'm like what the fuck where where do i how do i end this normally uh follow avocado and honey on all social media platforms at avocado and honey um you can follow my personal instagram or social media at underscore smangy um also y'all know i make hair accessories and now i make jewelry we have our earrings our dangle earrings available on shell monies um which is at or sorry at shell monies for social media and then www.shellmoneys.store um we're gonna have rings coming onto the site this week i'm i'm just really excited y'all i'm grateful i'm just happy to be here and alive um thank you again for being on this journey with me y'all continue to drink your water and continue to grow into becoming the best human possible all right So, bye.